Thomas's presents Pondering the Bagel with Tom. Oh, the paradox of the bagel. Tis crunchy yet soft. Tis filling yet has a hole. Tis a vehicle for spreads, but only travels from toaster to plate. Thomas's, huzzah, a toast to breakfast. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. It is a messy one on both coasts. Yeah, two major storms underway now and the worst yet to come. It's March the 14th. This is today. State of emergency. That nasty nor'easter begins slamming parts of the East Coast, targeting millions with heavy snow, flooding rain and dangerously high winds. Prepare for the worst of it and you hope for the best. While out west, a race to rescue stranded residents with the next big storm bearing down. We're going to have the very latest and your full forecast. Fears and fallout, all eyes on Wall Street and the nation's banks in the wake of two of the largest collapses in U.S. history. Customers nervous about their savings, despite the federal government taking action to prevent a larger crisis. Your deposits will be there when you need them. This morning, the concerns this could be a sign of things to come and what you need to know to protect your money. Road to recovery, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell out of the hospital and moved to a rehab facility nearly a week after his fall in Washington. Just ahead, what we're learning about his injuries and his condition. Fighting back, new court documents revealing more about Tiger Woods' legal battle with his former girlfriend. What the Gulf Star's attorneys are now saying about her suggestion of sexual abuse. Those stories plus going Mediterranean. New research showing a simple change in your diet could lower your chances of dementia and Alzheimer's, even in people at higher risk. And shining star Jamie Lee Curtis inspired us with her victory speech at the Academy Awards. I know it looks like I'm standing up here by myself, but I am not. I am hundreds of people. We just won an Oscar together. And she'll join us live so we can celebrate her historic night today, Tuesday, March 14th, 2023. From NBC News, this is Today with Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Kotb, live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza. Good Tuesday morning. Welcome to today. We're so happy you're with us. What great words. We just won an Oscar together. We what? sure did. I was like, Jamie Lee, she going to mention Hoda and yeah, Savannah? We're ready. We're <laughs> Come ready. on. We, we all felt it in oh. that moment. So happy for her mm. collectively. Yeah. She, of course, shared all of the credit <laughs> with like, everyone. Like she does every time she's on this show. She's, she's pretty amazing. Can't wait to visit with her. But we're going to start with that wild weather, including the monster storm that is intensifying along the East Coast this morning. More than 20 million people are on alert from West Virginia to Maine. We've got a live look right now. Conditions at the airport in Windsor Locks, Connecticut. Hard to see there. A storm is expected to cause a lot of travel problems today. Meantime, it's more rain out west for some already hard-hit areas. Flood watch is in effect for nearly 30 million people, including L.A. and San Francisco. Dylan's tracking it all for us. And NBC's Emily Akeda is out in the elements. She's in Albany, New York. Hey, Emily, good morning. Good morning to you. New York's governor warned that this storm would hit the northeast like a brick. And this is why the temperature is just around freezing. And so this snow is wet and heavy, heavy enough to take down tree branches and power lines. Already more than 70,000 households are waking up in the dark this morning and officials anticipate that number to rise. 
Overnight, a major March nor'easter roaring across the northeast, with heavy snow creating dangerous conditions on roads and causing this semi-truck to jackknife onto the side of the highway. The slow-moving storm bringing wet snow, rain, and blizzard-like winds. It's expected to impact more than a dozen states through Wednesday and already canceling hundreds of flights. Governors declaring states of emergency in parts of New Jersey and New York. We're cautioning people that this could be deadly. Governor Hochul deploying the National Guard and some 8,000 power crews to areas upstate expecting snowfall in the double digits. Heavy, dense snow means one thing. It's going to take down the wires. In neighboring Connecticut, a rush to stock up on forgotten winter necessities ahead of the storm. I think people thought that winter was going to be done and over with, and all of a sudden now we're getting hit. Uh, this is New England. You know, it's, it's about time. In Massachusetts, waves churning on the coast, driven by wind gusts that could reach up to 60 miles an hour. Salt trucks loading up farther inland, preparing for difficult driving up and down the I-95 corridor. The storm prompting a rare snow day today for dozens of school districts statewide. It comes as California braces for more extreme weather and catastrophic flooding as the state still recovers from a deadly storm. Thousands under evacuation orders and warnings in communities along rivers due to rising floodwaters. Overnight, one person still missing after firefighters saved six people in the San Gabriel Valley. The individuals were stuck on an island surrounded by rivers swollen from recent storms. There have also been more than 200 rescues in Monterey County following a levee breach on the Pajaro River that caused major flooding. And back here in New York, officials are urging people to avoid travel, and you can see why. Already more than 300 flights have been canceled in the U.S. today, and there's currently a ground stop at LaGuardia Airport because of inclement weather. And so they're really encouraging people to stay off the roadways, buckle down for the next couple of days, because this could be a multi-day storm event. Guys? All right, Emily Aketa for us there in Albany. Emily, thank you. That brings us right mm-hmm. to Dylan Dreyer and for Al this morning with a look at what folks are facing today. Good morning, guys. It's interesting, a ground stop at LaGuardia because the weather's not even that bad yet. We still have to tap into some very, very gusty winds. Most of the winter storm warnings are north of New York City, up across upstate New York, Vermont, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, northern Connecticut. That's where the snow is falling. But you go into Boston and you follow this line right into New York. That's where that rain snow line is. You go north of that line, we have significant amounts of snow. You go south of that line, we have a lot of rain. Although as the storm pulls away, we'll transition from rain to heavy, wet snow. No, that's the key here. Wet snow with wind gusts up to 35 to nearly 65 miles per hour across parts of southeastern Massachusetts. That could cause widespread power outages all throughout the Northeast and also create those delays at the airports in the Northeast, too. Then you go to the higher elevations, the Berkshires out in western Massachusetts, the Catskills. That's where we're looking for about two to three feet of snow. And that's where uh, most of your trouble areas will be. Although you go into Boston, three to seven inches once we change over to snow. Hartford, about one to four. New York, less than an inch of rain, but it makes it very sloppy when it's that heavy, slushy snow that falls. So it'll look worse than it'll actually be on the roadways. Also want to briefly touch on this storm system out west. Keep in mind, this is a 5,000-mile-long plume of moisture. These clouds just picking up all that moisture off the Pacific Ocean and dumping it all in California. This is going to lead to a major flooding event, including areas like Los Angeles, which we'll get into more detail on that in a few minutes. Hoda. All right, Dylan, thank you so much. Uh, The Federal Reserve has 
been raising interest rates for the last year, that bank collapse is something we've been talking about a lot, Savannah. Yeah, and that has yeah. a big impact on what we just happened with, saw with the Silicon Valley mm-hmm. Bank and its failure. We've got Brian Chung from CNBC right here. So let's talk about what happened yesterday over the weekend. This bank in Silicon Valley collapsed. Another bank in New York on Sunday. Same thing. Now the federal government has stepped in and said, we will shore up deposits. If you had money at these banks, don't you worry. Even if it's over $250,000, we got you. How did that remedy affect the markets? Do we feel like the fever has broken and we're on safer footing now? Yeah, well, the stock market yesterday closed mixed, so it seems like it stopped the bleeding that we saw at the end of last week. But it hasn't necessarily taken away all the concern banking industry-wide. In fact, just last night, we saw Moody's, one of the big ratings agencies, put on review for downgrades six other regional banks. So there's still the concern out there that perhaps uh, this could spread to other banks, although we're not seeing the same types of liquidity issues that we saw at the Silicon Valley Bank yet. It's important to remember for every average American that's watching this story that the banks that went under last week are not the banks that we keep our money at. It's very different. They're not mom and pop. They're not mom and pop. They're taking deposits from large businesses, right? Small businesses as well. But essentially, they're all business accounts, specifically in the tech sector and also in the crypto sector. That's not where you and I have our savings accounts. Those banks that are consumer facing largely appear to be okay for right now. But again, a lot of concern right now out there. Investors, average Americans are very jittery right now. But again, deposit insurance covers up to $250,000 per depositor. That has not changed at all. All right. And the government has stepped in to try to send that signal that we were, we're not going to let the banking system exactly. fail. So let's talk about how this all started, because I, I think it, there's a certain fundamental understanding of banks that we all kind of have to have. You think you put your money in the <laughs> yeah. bank and then it sits with a little box and it's got your name on it and that's your no. money and it's protected. In fact, that's not how banking works. They get that they take that money, buy, sell, trade, securitize, yeah. move it around. Because they know that unless everyone comes in at one time trying to pull out all their money, you will be able to get your money back. That's co- the run on the bank is what happened to Silicon Valley Bank. Exactly. And, and for, for the record, what makes this different than 2008 is that after 2008, there were more regulations put in place under Dodd-Frank to increase the amount of money that banks need to have ready and available and liquid if a large amount of depositors were to come at one time to pull money out. That hasn't changed the fact, though, that since 2008, even post-crisis regulations, that banks are doing other things with the money that's being deposited with them that average depositors aren't aware of. But essentially, those regulations have made it stronger in terms of how much capital and liquidity the banks have available at hand after uh, any sort of event, like perhaps the beginnings of a bank run. But it's never going to be 100%, which has raised concerns on Capitol Hill. Do they need to maybe even revisit some of those rules after what we saw over the past few days. Again, it's a bit early to say exactly what's going to happen, but it's a good reminder for Americans out there that when you put your money into a bank, it's not, as you mentioned, just sitting in a box. But again, that doesn't necessarily mean it's not safe because of that deposit insurance up to $250,000 per deposit. All right, Brian, thank you very much. Uh, we'll have a lot more in our next half hour. we got some answers to some of your top questions that you sent in concerns about making sure that money is safe. All right. And speaking of money, guys, Americans lost more than $10 billion to internet scams last year. That's according to a new report from the FBI. It is a $3 billion increase from the previous year. The spike is largely blamed on an increase in cryptocurrency investment fraud. Still, 
The most frequently reported Internet scams were phishing expeditions with more than 300,000 victims last year. That's when somebody uses emails or texts or your phone to try and obtain your personal information. All right. Much more to get to as we welcome in Craig this morning. And yeah. he's just getting his microphone on. Hello. Hey, Hi, Good morning. Uh, and good morning to you as well. We are learning more this morning about Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell's fall at a Washington hotel and his road to recovery as well. The senator from Kentucky now discharged from the hospital. He's receiving treatment at an inpatient rehab facility. NBC's Capitol Hill correspondent Ryan Nobles joins us now with the very latest on Senator McConnell's uh, condition. So let's just start there, Ryan. What are we hearing about just how, how Senator McConnell's doing? Yeah, Craig, good morning. And the senator's staff for the first time revealing that in addition to that concussion he suffered after a fall last week, the powerful Republican also fractured a rib. And that's part of why instead of coming home after leaving the hospital, he's been transferred to an inpatient rehab facility. Now, McConnell, of course, is 81. He'd been in the hospital since last week and he's had problems with his legs before. It's the lingering effects of his battle with childhood polio. Of course, back in 2019, a fall led to a fractured shoulder. Now, the senator Senator's spokesman did describe his concussion recovery as, quote, proceeding well. And they said that McConnell and his wife, the former cabinet secretary, Elaine Chao, are deeply thankful for the skilled medical care, kindness and prayers that they've received. Craig. So it sounds like he is back on the men. Ryan, any any idea when we can expect him back there in the upper chamber? Yeah, at this point, there really isn't a timeline. While his staff is really encouraged by his progress, an aide told NBC News that it's not uncommon for a patient like McConnell to go through rehab in order to regain their strength. And they did not put a specific timeline on how long it'll be before McConnell returns to work. But the rehab process takes anywhere between one to two weeks. And there really isn't any urgent rush for McConnell to get back to work. He can still monitor Senate business during his rehabilitation and from home if he gets to that point. And with two Democrats, senators out with health issues as well. His absence will really have a minimal impact on the partisan breakdown in the Senate. It will be an issue, though, for Republicans if his recovery goes from weeks to months. There are some major legislative showdowns on tap related to the debt ceiling and the budget. And of course, McConnell will be the most important player for Senate Republicans as those talks ramp up. Craig. What? Ryan Nobles for us there in Washington. Ryan, thank you. All right, guys. It is 714. Let's get a check the rest of our weather from Dylan. Hey, Dylan. That's exciting. Hey, guys. We are now going to focus on that next storm on the West Coast. We've already covered the East Coast storm. Well, let's get into the rain that's going to impact all of California, even down into Los Angeles, into San Diego, too. The rain has been heavy at times, although we're waiting for the next batch of heavy rain to move in. San Francisco, you'll see that shortly. Monterey, you'll also see that shortly. And then eventually, as we go into tonight and tomorrow, the heavy rain will approach the Los Angeles area. Again, it's that plume of moisture that's going to stream in off the Pacific Ocean. It's that uh, moisture that's uh, originating from Hawaii. So it's got a long course of uh, a long path that it's going to take over the Pacific Ocean before it makes its way into California. So as it does so, all those clouds contain just a lot of water. We could see up to eight inches in parts of central California. And then as we look down through the Los Angeles area, we could see Rainfall totals up to about six to eight inches, too. So that could lead to some flooding. The ground is really already saturated. We have that snow melt that's going to cause rapid river rise, mudslides as well. So that's why we do have this high risk of uh, the impact of these storms. Winds will also be very gusty. They could be as high as 50 to 60 miles per hour. So power outages will be a major concern as well once that rain continues. And that's your latest forecast. All right, Dylan. Dylan, thank you. Still ahead, Tiger Woods firing back in new court documents in his legal battle with a former girlfriend, Kaylee Hartung, on the story again for us. Hi, Kaylee. 
Hey, Savannah, a non-disclosure agreement kept Erica Herman quiet during their six-year relationship. But following their breakup, Herman says she has reason to speak out as she pursues a $30 million lawsuit against him. Coming up, we'll tell you about Tiger's push to keep another scandal out of court. All right, Kaylee, thanks. Plus, what is next for Jamie Lee Curtis after that very first Oscar win in her decades-long career in Hollywood? Well, we're about to find out. Because <laughs> she's cradling it. Look at we can't wait. She's got her jammies on. Anyway, but first, this is today on NBC. Just look at that sweet face. Good morning, sunshine. Jammies are good luck. Yeah. She's Aww. the best. Come on. If you ever needed to be persuaded that bad things can happen anywhere, then take a journey with us. From compelling mysteries to in-depth investigations, our Dateline episodes are available as podcasts. Follow Dateline NBC now to get new episodes every Tuesday. To listen ad-free, subscribe to Dateline Premium on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or DatelinePremium.com. Great storytelling with a twist from the true crime original. Alpha One Niner, commence Wi-Fi device checklist. Laptops on. TVs streaming. Game console consoling. Smart thermostat set for cuddle time. Doorbell camera. Oh, my package is here. Fast, reliable, able to power tons of devices inside your home at once. All systems go. You are clear for takeoff. This is Xfinity Internet. Wi-Fi built to wow. And watch the short film The Aviators. Now playing at Xfinity.com. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and are not guaranteed. How do you take your tea? Well, usually I take it right back to the counter because someone's made a horrible mistake. <laughs> when in Rome, right? <laughs> yeah. Look at that. Okay. Mm. Well, you know, I always figured that tea was just going to taste like hot brown water. And you know what? I was right. <laughs> well, thank you. Oh, we're back to 7.30. Get ready. Let's Ted Lasso returns yep. for a third season tomorrow. And to celebrate, you know who's going to be right here who? with us? Who? Ted. Stop. Oh, yes, the whole group. Jason Sudeikis, the owner of AFC Richmond, Hannah Waddingham, and Brendan Hunt, who plays Coach, Coach Beard. Yes. They're all going to be right here. Can't wait. One of the Love. best shows on television it in the is. last few years. I'm all right, guys, let's, it's coming back. let's get on to our first half hour. New developments and the Tiger Woods legal battle with his former girlfriend. That's right. Attorneys for the Golf Superstar have now filed motions to take the dispute out of court and into private arbitration. The move in response to Erica Herman's lawsuit to nullify her non-disclosure agreement. NBC's Kaylee Hartung joins us with the new details. Hi, Kaylee. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. It is a complicated legal battle here, but essentially, Woods' attorneys are saying Herman's NDA should be enforced. They say the federal law protecting victims of sexual harassment and assault should not apply here, pointing out that Herman has not made those allegations against Woods, let alone proven them. Tiger Woods is asking a Florida court to help him keep his private life private. In a motion to enforce Erica Herman's non-disclosure agreement and resolve the dispute in arbitration, Woods' attorneys called Herman a jilted ex-girlfriend who wants to publicly litigate specious claims in court. It's pretty strong and inflammatory language, but they need to be careful depending on what exactly she has by way of evidence. Woods and Herman dated for nearly six years. I just want to say thank you to my mom, Sam, Erica, Charlie. But they're now on opposite sides of a $30 million civil suit filed by Herman in October. 
Following their breakup, Herman says Woods violated an oral tenancy agreement that should have allowed her to continue living at his Florida mansion. And under the federal Speak Out law, Herman wants to invalidate the non-disclosure agreement she signed in 2017 in order to share her own experiences, photographs, and recordings related to various legal claims she believes she has. But Woods' attorneys argue she has no right, their response saying she has never asserted any claims for sexual assault or sexual harassment against Mr. Woods, does not do so in this case, and cannot assert such claims truthfully. These are really unchartered waters. These laws are pretty recent. They were only passed last year, and we certainly haven't seen them tested in a case as high profile as this. Woods is considered by many to be the greatest golfer of all time, but his reputation off the course hasn't always been up to par. With personal scandals and a drunk driving arrest on his record, this morning, just two years after this near-fatal crash, Woods' legal battle with his most recent ex-girlfriend is now spilling into public view. So, Kaylee, now the Woods legal team has responded. What happens next? Well, Savannah, according to legal experts, this motion from Tiger's attorneys will put the pressure on Herman's team to be more specific about possible sexual assault or harassment, or else they will face a greater risk of this case being dismissed to arbitration. The original NDA was tightly worded, so the court would want to look at the context behind Herman originally signing the contract. It's likely a lot of this will play out behind closed doors. And we should also note that NBC News reached out to representatives of both Woods and Herman, and we didn't hear back. Guys. All right, Kaylee, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. All right, still had, we were just talking about Ted Lasso mm-hmm. coming up. Carson's going to have some big news for you on Popstart about two other wildly popular shows The Last of Us and The Bear. The Bear, all right, can't wait. But what do you say we do this first, guys? Let's celebrate an amazing woman. Oscar <laughs> yes. winner, Jamie. <laughs> oh Lee my gosh. Curtis. There it is. God, that's got a nice ring to it. So, did mommy go to bed early this time? We're going to find out. Oh, <laughs> right after this. <laughs> yeah, I love it. She got the props and That's everything. Funny. Hi, everyone. I'm Jenna Bush Hager from Today with Hoda and Jenna and the Read with Jenna Book Club. There's nothing I love more than sharing my favorite reads with all of you, except maybe talking to the exceptional authors behind these stories. And that's what I'll be doing on my podcast, Read with Jenna. I'll be introducing you to some of my favorite writers. These conversations will leave you feeling inspired and entertained. To start listening, just search Read with Jenna wherever you get your podcasts. Join Hoda Kotfi for a brand new season of her podcast, Making Space. For season five, I am making space to talk to people who are providing a sense of hope and inspiration when life changes course. Uplifting conversations with inspiring individuals like... NFL legend Drew Brees, singer-songwriter Ziggy Marley, and today's show co-anchor Savannah Guthrie as you have never heard her before. I found faith more viscerally, not because the bad thing didn't happen, but because it did. I promise you, like me, will leave these conversations with some wisdom for your own journey, empowered and inspired to make space in your own life. New episodes of Making Space with Hoda Kotb are released every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. To all of the people who have supported the genre movies that I have made for all these years, we just won an Oscar together. My mother and my father were both nominated for Oscars in different categories. I just won an Oscar. Now I'm crying again. 
That was an unforgettable moment. Oh, my gosh. Jamie Lee Curtis. Once in a lifetime, right? Once there. in a lifetime, mm. accepting her very first Oscar Best Supporting Actress for her role in Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. We wished her luck when she was with us yeah. last week. Well, guys, she's back this morning. Oh. And we are now welcoming in Oscar winner, oh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Has it, has it sunk in? I hadn't watched that. Oh, oh my God. It's beautiful. So that was the first time I've seen it. Oh, my gosh. Thanks, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Thanking your mom. Hi, everybody. It's oh. today. Oh, look at this. Here, here they are. Have we named her? What's her name? I'm, I'm in support of my daughter, Ruby. I'm, I'm having them be a they, them. Oh. Um, I'm, I'm going to just call them them, they, oh. them. And um, they are doing great. And uh, they're settling in. um, And um, I couldn't, I mean, I just, in my life, I never thought in a million years that I would have this couple days. And I'm I'm, um, very, very moved by the whole thing. When when we saw you thank everybody, I was just thinking, because Savannah and I have interviewed you a ton of times, but you're always giving it all away. The spotlight is always off of you. And I said, look at her. There she goes again. She's giving it to every fan who watched her, every person. But the most touching part was the last part when you talked about your mom and dad. Tell us about that moment for you. I know it looks like I'm standing up here. You know, they've they've been my my beautiful shadow my whole life. And it was always, they walked in the room before I did anytime I went anywhere. And I always understood it and accepted it with, with the grace I tried to. Um, and, you know, they were both nominated for Oscars and never won one. And, um, you know, just, it's honestly, you guys, here, can I say one thing, please? Mm-hmm. Because you, you guys represent it. It's what you represent on your show which is friendship. The truth of the matter is the the people I really wanted to thank, and I didn't, are my friends. The, <laughs> my friends who wanted this for me more than I ever, ever would have dreamt of wanting it. And I really do feel like we, because the longing for attention and appreciation for your work is universal. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care. Whatever job you do, you hope someone appreciates you. Mm -hmm. And this is a a really lovely, very shiny um, (laughs) gesture of appreciation, but it's ultimately appreciation from, in my world, the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts and Sciences. Mm. It's a, it's an, it's a pretty Tony group, but (laughs) It is the appreciation of other people. And so for my friends, and I include you guys in our early morning crew, I am moved by that, that you guys have really wanted this for me. And I, I'm, I'm, you know, beyond, I'm just How beyond. As you can tell, you. I'm a little weepy. We, we are too. You know, um, I just think of you, Jamie Lee. I'm like, isn't life beautiful? Mm-hmm. Isn't this just beautiful mm-hmm. well, that here way, you are? Yes. And Yes. After everything. And and life is harsh and very hard for many people. And that's the, you know, this is a moment in a very shiny sun for me. And um, I went to the Beverly Hills Hotel yesterday and recreated Faye Dunaway's with my friend Jay Clennon from the 
Uh, L.A. Times re recreated the sort of famous morning after picture. But I also understand that the world is very hard right now and people are worried about their finances and their, you know, their livelihoods. And and, you know, for for many people around the country, people are coming for them in in mm -hmm. really scary ways. Mm -hmm. And so it's a it's a hard time. And then you know, they showed up and uh, <laughs> it's just a sort of also joyful time. Well, you know what's so funny? I was um, opening packages in my apartment last night, all the Amazon stuff that you get. And Jamie Lee, I, I opened a package and inside I saw two teddy bears and a beautiful my hand in yours that you had given to my girls. And she said, I know it was scary. Um, this is for your girls oh. from you. And I thought to myself in the middle of her shining moment <laughs> in her life, she is sending something to me and my kids. And I can't tell you how touched and how beautiful I thought that was. And I just wanted to say thank you. And you're it, welcome. <laughs> but I, listen, I get it. It's the hardest thing in the world. There's nothing scarier in the world than a sick kid. And that's why I made my hand in yours. And that's why I support Children's Hospital Los Angeles as you support your children's mm -hmm. hospital. This is what we do. Mm. This is what they do 365 days a year, 24 hours a day. Yeah. They show up for your family. So I was simply showing up for yours in the way I could. But, um, you know. Well, I love you for that. Who was your first phone call, Jamie Lee, um, someone who wasn't in the room, who you were like, I gotta call this person. I didn't call anybody. You're going to laugh. I didn't call because I find it rude to be on your phone in, in the word ceremony. Yeah, yeah. I find it rude to be on your phone anywhere. What I did is I realized that since we won, I wasn't going to be going home right away. And so I literally was texting my friend who helps me walk Rooney when I'm not around oh. to find out if she could come back that night to let Rooney out for oh. an hour because I was worried that Rooney would be home alone. Oh my gosh. Wait, first of all, I'm going to just say then that we're going to count ourselves as your first yeah. call because yeah. now it's Tuesday morning. Yeah. Why not? Thank you. Um, and then just, we know that you like the early morning hours, which is just yeah. another level of bonding that we all can have together. Did you stay out late? Yeah. And how, what was late? No. Okay. No. Okay. No. No. So, um, it, I did not. Here's the thing. See the little nameplate? Yeah. Yes. You only get that if you go to the ball. So oh. I went to the ball. They screwed on my beautiful little nameplate. They had a nice uh, person set up there. Oh, look at you having video. Oh, and then... And then mommy said to daddy, let's go home. <laughs> let's go home. <laughs> and we were gone. Well, we um, have so that moment, and then I was home. Love wow. it. We have one question for you. We do summer concert series out here, Jamie Lee. We do them early birth. In the morning. You know, you asked for an early concert. We got early concerts lined up for you. Will you come and hang with us for one of our early morning concerts? It will be my great pleasure to to show up maybe in these pajamas yes for um for one of your concerts actually uh, we should all in. wear pajamas and make it like a pajama yes. party with music see 
This is why women should rule the world. <laughs> they do in some countries. They will in ours soon. Oh, Jamie Lee. I mean, I feel like my heart grew six yeah. sizes when you had that moment. <laughs> and I, we're just so happy. Everybody's rooting for you. We you know, love you. It's I, not- I, and I felt it. I feel it. And now I want to get back to chopping wood, carrying water, being a worker among workers, and get yeah. back to the art of the doing, yes. not the talking about it. We so, know you will. We love you, Jamie it. Lee. They Thank love you. you. Thank you, honey. That's Oscar winner Jamie Lee. All right. See you, honey. I mean, can so you even happy. believe it? It's just the best. Oh, the best. Let's right. go over to Miss Dylan, get a check of the weather. I feel like I was just listening in on a FaceTime call. <laughs> that was like the best conversation. How fun. Congratulations to her. So cool. Uh, we have some really cool temperatures uh, down south. We know we've got those both storms on each side of the country, but we do have freeze warnings in uh, Tennessee, also down into Alabama, Georgia, and the South Carolina. Temperatures this morning are running close to freezing. Chattanooga, 34 degrees. Asheville, only 28. Atlanta is right at freezing at 32 degrees. This cooler air is just cold enough to produce uh, a wet snow in New York City, but I don't think it'll be uh, cold enough to allow any of that to accumulate on the ground. Boston, about 39 degrees with falling temperatures today. And then as we continue through uh, this week, we're actually going to warm right back up into the 40s, even some 50s by the end of the week in the Northeast. And that is your latest forecast. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Dylan. Mm-hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis is amazing. The best. Just the best. <laughs> when we come back, a new round of help for your spring cleaning, folks. How does never having to scrub your shower again sound? How does that sound? Sounds great. We're going to introduce you to a few products that you never even knew you needed. I don't think I've ever scrubbed my shower. I feel bad. Coming up on Popstar, we've got an inside look at what became a labor of love for Jennifer Gardner. It was her two-day mission. She actually made her very own Snickers bars for like a homemade version of the Snickers bar. Oh, wow. Good. We're going to find out. How could it not be? And then we're going to welcome Bob Odenkirk to our studio, chat about his new show. It's called Lucky Hank and writing a children's book with his own kids. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.